the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial. Starting next week, new radio show here on AM 1220 KDOW from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. I will be a part of that. And it will have very different content from me. Tune in to learn more. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing in more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Um, one thing that I like to come back to on occasion, not always, but on occasion, are some of the things out there that I think will make you a better investor. And some of it is kind of like knowledge. It's, it's that kind of simple. Um, you really have to get very, very, very comfortable with what you're doing as an investor. And... I often find people are their own worst enemies when it comes to investing over 10, 20, 30, 40 years. Not so much, but over 10, 20, 30 days, people make big mistakes. And I was giving a speech yesterday, and my speeches are where I kind of give out some premium, premium insights, but I'm going to share a little bit of it here with you now. Um, if your time horizon is the next 6 to 12 months, you probably don't want to buy stocks with that kind of like investment mentality. If your time frame is 10, 20, 30 days or hours, you might, you know, you might get a hit on occasion, but you're going to get more misses than hits. So there's a an approach that I like to go to help me not make mistakes. And... It's kind of like buying the winners. Winner takes all. Have you seen some business models that are winner take all? Have you ever looked at it and go, man, I wish I had their business? And you can. Um, you have to look for value in some names. So anytime there's a big market correction, I look to the winner take all stocks. Whether it's the company that makes the DaVinci robots 
that are used in surgery at this point in time. Because I've heard nothing but great things about the Da Vinci system. And, and when I say I've heard, it's not like, oh, I was at a party and someone was talking about the Da Vinci robots. Um, it's, as it, it's, it's research that I've done. And there's a company called Intuitive Surgical. And I don't really want to focus on Intuitive Surgical because I think they're a little bit too obvious. But if you want to take a look at Intuitive Surgical to see what I'm talking about, um, and will someone someday come along and build a better robot? Yes. That is very, very likely. Um, so you have to be kind of cautious on that. Um, but when you start doing, like, heart surgery, and you see your doctor's hands, and you're like, this is my good hand, and, or this is my... He shows you his hand that doesn't shake. He goes, yeah, but this is my hand that I do surgery with, and it's shaking like an epileptic. You're like, oh, good gosh. And when you start getting robots, you know, you can control them, and they don't shake, and they don't make mistakes, and you can cut a teeny tiny little hole versus a big nasty gash. Um, it's one of those things that should make you go, hmm, I might want to invest in this. Now, again, medical devices are tricky. I'll be the first person to tell you that. And I think that's where you need to be very cautious is they turn into momentum stocks and doctors use it once. Great, great revenue. Second time, are they still using it? That's the big question. So you kind of have to not only see companies that have market dominance and winner take all kind of mentality, um, but you have to be good being patient with it and understanding it. And, uh, you know, writing it out, the good times and bad times. So let me go to a list of ideas and thoughts and see if I can't, you know, play along with you. Intuitive Surgical Tissue ISRG, that's the one name on the list I want you to forget. I kind of want you to look at it, but then I want you to forget it. Take a look at the 5, 10-year history on it. And again, the valuation is kind of too rich for me. So I, if there was a market correction, I would take a look at it. But the winner-take-all is companies that you know pretty well and you use pretty dominantly. Do you remember when Excite at Home came out and Excite.com and Yahoo and Lycos and Google? Some people were Lycos people, some people were Yahoo people, some people were... But eventually, the rattlesnake, not the rattlesnake, but the boa constrictor killed those guys and the one left standing was Google. That's a winner-take-all. So, the digital revolution is helping enormously here. Amazon.com is the first winner take all. Facebook, Alibaba, C-Trip, Regeneron, Illumina. These are just some names. Tesla is a winner take all. Who else is doing electric cars as well as Tesla? So, the tide will change at times, and some of these companies will lose their dominance. But these are companies that can have 60, 70, 80% market share of what they do. I'm not sure. Well, no, I am 100% sure. There's no way in hell I would ever buy a Ford electric car. If I'm going to buy an electric car, all electric car, it's going to be a Tesla because it's kind of got a tech platform. Um, it's not like, oh, let's go to the Ford dealership. Hi, would you like a cup of coffee while you wait? They don't, they're not a cup of coffee while you wait kind of company. So it's tough to predict the market for sure. I don't try to do it. 
It's tough to predict Federal Reserve decisions or election outcomes. I don't try to do it. I like winners. So if I'm at the gym and I see, and this is just incredibly sexist, but this makes sense to you. You see someone who's incredibly fit. And you're like, damn. And they happen to fall into the spectrum of incredibly beautiful. And you're like, whoa. And they're incredibly well-dressed. You're like, yeah. And then a couple seconds later, you see someone who's kind of 60 pounds overweight, wearing cut-off jeans, shorts, jorts, even worse, jorts. They're wearing a wife beater, T-shirt, and uh, he has beer in his head. Now, who do you think you want to train you? Who do you think you want to copy at the gym? It's, it's, it's obvious, right? The winner take all. It's pretty obvious to me. So you can't predict outcomes of elections. We've learned that. We can't predict interest rates. Can't predict that. No, 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 no. Um, Federal Reserve decisions. Uh, no. Uh, short-term moves in the market. Uh, uh, digitization has come to the world. And the company that's leading the way on this is Alphabet's Google and Facebook. They're benefiting from a shift in advertising to digital. I spend more time on my phone watching content than I do on television watching content. The only thing that I really watch on television anymore is sports and Game of Thrones. And Game of Thrones is a guilty pleasure. And the moment the season ends, I cancel HBO. Um, Sorry. Uh, if I have to wait 12 to 18 months again, and then, you know, what I'll do is at some point in time just cancel cable. Because I'm not watching anything on cable, and I'll switch to paying for HBO app kind of thing. So we're going to talk about digitization. We're going to talk about six stocks that can be winner-take-all. Uh, don't forget, new shows starting Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday next week. Bill Gunderson and that, that <laughs> fluffy show of, of Jack Gone. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Rob Black Show. I'm Rob Black. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. Welcome back in. I'm Rob Black. Talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Oh, Robert, I think you just killed my favorite song of all time. That's not nice. I tried my hardest to do an entertaining show. So, I'm talking about stocks that can be winner take all. One stock I want to talk about, again, is digitization, what it means to you and what it means to me. 
And again, if you take a look at a kid today under 10 years old, they're better off using an Apple interface, understanding how Google and YouTube work. Um, they're watching most of their content on laptops. The stuff that's on TV sucks. And sometimes it's tough to find or it's super expensive. You could, yes, you can get on a remote and go, look what I could do. I can like search for National Geographic and I can find 93 shows under the National Geographic name. Or you could just go to YouTube and say, show me wild lemurs eating monkeys. You're like, wow, that's there. Or show me ba uh, a baby hippo underwater. That's there too. And sometimes it's curated in a pretty awesome way, like the top clips of the week kind of thing. So digitization is moving towards the computer, towards the mobile phone, uh, even towards that television without the cord tied towards it. So Alphabet holds everything you want to create in any word. Uh, if you want to create any word, you could use the Alphabet, right? Um, the Alphabet can be used to create words you've never even heard of or thought of in different languages. Um, Alphabet is the holding company. Inside of it, they have Google. Um, they've got a fiber business. They've got Nest. I have a Nest thermostat. Because uh, my thermostat was like 120 years old. And it just wasn't very efficient as a thermostat. They do smoke alarms. They There's an infrastructure, high-speed internet venture at Google. There's investment arms. There's things along those lines. So Google's one of those companies that I really like to talk about. Um because I think they're doing things pretty darn well. And I think everyone knows that. Sometimes we, we're a little bit tough to agree on it. But I feel pretty comfortable saying, you know, if you want to buy Google on any sort of price drop, great. You're going to cut some risk. If you want to buy Google at an all-time high, you're going to have some short-term risk. But do you think Google right now, do you think anyone is, is getting ready to rip away their dominance? I don't. So, again, in the world of the pretty sister and the ugly sister... The sister that has 32 teeth, the sister that's got 27 teeth, the sister that, you know, went to refining school, the sister that went to jail. Which one do you want? And I think that it's pretty obvious and clear to me. Um, so it comes down to you. So there's a big shift in advertising going to Facebook and to Google. Now, I'm not in love with Facebook, and I find it actually kind of not me. I post a little bit of business there, and I post on occasion something that special happens. But I find Facebook really only to be good to check up on how people from my previous life are doing. So there's a kind of a cyber-stalking thing going on. But, hey, there's commercials during it. If you happen to search for, you know, a trip to Hawaii <laughs> recently on Google and you're on Facebook and you're looking up X's, you, you might see, hey, an ad for Hawaii flights. So one of the companies I want to talk about... And I've named all the companies, but I want to go a little further and, and, you know, again, kind of push this as far as we can push this until you no longer want me to talk about it. It's a company called Illumina. And again, not for everyone. And uh, I'm looking at for companies that can dominate what they do. And I'm trying to show you companies that dominate what they do. And, again, not for everyone, but I think if you use a list of companies that dominate, you get a pretty good start of what you're looking for. Um, let's see how I want to approach this, because I don't really want to confuse anyone or get anyone terribly upset. 
So, Illumini, Illumina, I-L-M-N, um, is a company that a lot of people haven't heard of, even though it's done incredibly well. And they make tools for gene sequencing. Ten years ago, no one was doing gene sequencing. Well, some people were. There weren't a lot of trials on it, but there were some. So I'll be fair here. And to do gene sequencing, you need these big spectroscopes and you need all these fancy tools um, to get the job done. And because technology and digitization has kind of opened this area, I think it's it's created an interesting opportunity to start thinking about companies that are dominant. Uh, DNA sequencing plays a bigger role in the healthcare industry as it becomes faster and cheaper. Do you remember the Human Genome Project or something like that? If you've ever played Civilization, it's one of the things that you can unlock and like, whoa, I'm on to the next level. And the next thing you know, you're like chasing down aliens. So something along those lines. So a decade ago, there was a ongoing clinical trials that totaled about 30,000 in the United States. Today, it's 230,000. And gene sequencing allows researchers to use biomarkers to select patients for clinical trials. And recently, there was some amazing cancer research that came out that gene sequencing is helping. And it exponentially improves the probability of success. It also has led to an enormous increase in genomic knowledge. Illumina has been a top uh, idea in this industry. What they do well is they dominate their market. Stock's up 10 times over the last five and a half years. It could increase another 10 times over the next five to 10 years. Incredible opportunity as a leader in DNA mapping. The company has roughly 60% share of all gene sequencing equipment installed, yet roughly 90% of gene sequencing is performed using uh, Illumina's equipment. So they're pretty dominant at what they do. Are you with me? Are you against me? So let's move on because uh, Illumina is located out of San Diego. And what I would do if you have any sort of compuncture is go to the website, Illumina.com, I-L-L-U-M-I-N-A.com, and order an annual report. See what the company does. Read it in their own words. They compete with a company like Life Technologies, Luminex, Afometrics, um, making tools by for the life sciences and drug researchers to isolate and analyze genes, DNA, RNA. Uh, its proprietary bead array technology uses microscopic glass beads, which can carry samples through the genotyping process. So when the human genome was mapped 20 years ago or whenever it was, it cost millions and millions of dollars, and it took massive amount of computing power. Now... A little swab of spit, send it off, get the results in three days. I have one-tenth of one percent African-American in me. I know this because of gene sequencing, DNA issues. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, my brother. I'm Rob Black. Find me at robblackshow.com.
Join the conversation. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220. I'm picking winners. Winner, winner, picking winner. Winning. Winning. And as an investor, I beat the producer to it. I love it. He hears me use the word winner, winner, chicken dinner. He instantly goes for Charlie Sheen, but I beat him to it because I'm faster than him today. So You know what else? You're a big winner tonight. You're a big winner. So my goal here is to talk about picking stocks that have a profile that you feel comfortable with, picking stocks that have dominant market share, what they do. And another company that I want to talk about, and you know, if I were to come up with a top 10 list of just pretty dominant companies and what they do, and as far as market share goes and competition, there ain't much. Um, don't say ain't because your mother might faint and your daddy might step in a bucket of paint, right? Um, I've got a little southern in me. Sorry, ain't. I ain't, ain't going to say that again. Um, but like Amazon, not a lot of competition. In fact, the government's looking into antitrust issues already. Alphabet, Alibaba. Facebook, Equinox, Priceline, MasterCard, Visa, Apple, Illumina. Now, they won't all hold up. That's just not how things happen. Over time, people get a little bit lazy and things crack. Um, but like Facebook, um, C-Trip, which is the Priceline of China. Alibaba is the Amazon of China. And like, what's the risk for Alibaba? How about their government comes in and takes over? So let's talk about one another one. This one's a biotech play. It's called Regeneron. They develop protein-based drugs used to battle a variety of diseases and conditions, including cancer, high cholesterol, inflammatory ailments, and eye diseases. Um, as I've gotten older, I'm like, can't read that. Why do they make the print so damn small on, like, uh, pill bottles? And they're like, wait, wait, wait. Okay, you just admitted two things. Your eyesight's going and you're taking pills. You're yep. darn tootin'. As you get older, uh, that's what happens. So Regeneron's a biotech company, and their first product was a commercialized product called Arcalist, which was treatment for rare inflammatory diseases, including Muckle-Wells syndrome. Regeneron collaborates with Sanofi to develop candidate uh, VEGF trap as a possible treatment for cancerous tumors. It's also developing Afilbercept with uh, Bayer Healthcare to treat eye diseases. Uh, their product called Isla. Uh, has been approved in the United States and Australia as a treatment for neovascular age-related macular degeneration, wet AMD. Can you say that slowly, Rob? It's kind of sexy the way you say that. I know, right? Wet macular degeneration? So in the last year, the stock's gone 370 to 550-ish. But that's not what's impressive. What's impressive is when you pull up a 10-year and you see that it's gone from 10 bucks. 550 and that's when you go ooh, and you start to get it so what i want you to do when i throw out names like this is i want you to hustle your butt over to your brokerage account fidelity vanguard td ameritrade and then put in the name don't go to google even though google is a great place to go it's just google is too much of a wild wild west when it comes to information and I want you to go to a brokerage community and look for the research reports that they provide to you for free just for being a client. Mm-hmm. Um, Regeneron just recently provided details of the royalty it receives on any sales of canicumum, which is antibody, an anti-ILIB antibody. 
I promise you, I didn't do well in biology in high school. Cutting to the frog, not the easiest thing for me. Uh, Regeneron receives royalty on the worldwide net sales. The royalty rate is at 4% and reaches 15% when annual sales hit 1.5 billion. The royalty applies to currently approved indications uh, for Alaris and any potential sales for future indications. So this is a pretty unique company, what they do. They're fighting cancer, and they're pretty well-received. Uh, so I want you to take a look at it. Ticker symbol is R-E-G-N. R-E-G-N. Find out what it means to me. Now, the biotech sector at any point in time can take a dive. Hillary Clinton can go, that cancer-saving treatment that can save your life? It shouldn't be $12,000. I'm going to change that. And stocks will take a dump on that. I probably shouldn't say that. That's too graphic. It's costly. Yeah. Um, but like, yeah, if, if you learn how to profile companies that don't have a lot of competition, um, like Electronic Arts or Activision, there's some competition, but not too much. Um, so I just kind of, you know, again, just want you to do a little thing. So a lot of favorable mentions for Regeneron Pharmaceuticals. Take our symbol E-R-E-G-N. And uh, start doing a little research. I'm not telling you what to buy. That's not my job. In fact, you probably don't want it to be your, my job. Uh, but digitization and gene sequencing and coming up with new protein-based therapies have created a huge opportunity. So, you know, whether the Republicans try to repeal Obamacare or not, these reforms, not these reforms, but these breakthrough technologies are going to push forward. Um, so when the Republicans and Democrats fight, I refer to it as noise. Um, if you invest in companies that have a sustainable competitive advantage, they're probably going to do better than you think. So when you take a look at drug pipelines, when you take a look at 10-year time horizons, when you take a look at the aging of America and the fact that I'm, I'm not using reading glasses, but I'm complaining about small print, um, and I'm clearly getting older, I've got a physical today that I need to pass. Well, no, no, the physical's in two weeks, but I'm doing a pre-physical off the record, just to see where I stand. And uh, so I'm fasting right now, so if I start to lose my mind, it's cool. Now, Alibaba is the second largest holding in um, kind of the tech world of, of internet commerce and internet retail behind Amazon. And there's a guy named Jack Ma who runs it. And he's not the most attractive dude. But many, many, many years ago, Yahoo started, you know, getting into China and getting to Japan, and Jack Ma's like, I can handle China. I can do that. And uh, Alibaba's pretty well positioned in the sense that Amazon can't really get into China. It's, 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 it's a tough barrier to crack into. It's, it's tied towards retail. Um, there's a lot going on there, um, including a government that kind of wants to dominate their people or control their people, and Amazon kind of is in the capitalism frame, so to speak. So Jack Ma is a pretty smart guy. You'll see him on occasion, and he'll say things like, and I'm not going to do a Chinese uh, uh, dialect. I'm not going to do anything. You're not going to hear anything like, I'm not going to go, oh, ancient Chinese secret is we sell a lot of stuff. I'm not going to go there. But if I did, it would probably be offensive. So the Alibaba group is a treasure trove of e-commerce websites in Asia e-commerce sites in Asia. They also do Alibaba cloud computing. Hmm, sounds like they're copying Amazon's business model. 
Um, they do Taobao Mall. Um, they do China's largest online retail websites and web portal, China Yahoo. Alibaba Group websites count millions of registered users. Uh, the group was founded in 1999 by SoftBank and Yahoo and went public in 2014. So I want you to take a look at it and give yourself some time. You're in no rush. In the last few years, it's gone from about $70 a share to 150 I think there's upside because I think China is going to pass the United States in economic activity in your lifetime. Again, I don't want you to chase it. Of course, I want you to do research on it. This is not a show that says, you know, oh, here's my, my best stock now. I got a nap. I'm so happy that show's going away. You're uh, darn tootin'. Darn tootin'. Um, <clears throat> so anyway, ticker symbol on Alibaba is Baba, B-A-B-A. And they are the Amazon of China. Now again, just to go how far to show you, I don't think I could find Hong Kong on a map. I don't think I can tell you. I think I once said that there's like 40 languages in China and that like there's like 120 or something like that. I love um, music inspired by um, gymnasts and um, Chinese and shows like, oh, this is crap. I'm so Americanized. I just can't accept other cultures. I refuse to do it. Which is a very good thing. Which is a very, very good thing. So take a look at Alibaba. They've got a financial pay service. They've got all of that going. I like Amazon. Um, I like Visa and MasterCard both. This is a situation where not the prettiest sister, not the ugliest sister, twin sisters. And they dominate what they do. You know what I'm saying, twins? God, if I had a twin... The mischief I would have pulled off as a kid. You know, I had a twin that lived in my closet. He was a made-up friend. Because I didn't have a lot of friends as a kid. I lived overseas and I spoke English. And I lived in places like Greece and Turkey where they didn't speak English. So you had to have imaginary friends from time to time. So Amazon versus Alibaba. Amazon is a bigger, um, easier company to understand because they don't have the China effect going on in them. Alibaba is a riskier investment, without a doubt, because of transparency and the governance issues. So you have to know one has more risk than the other. And if you're okay with that, one also has up more upside than the other. Amazon buying Whole Foods, it's not a game changer for me. I think it's interesting because they bought it after it had a 30% drop, so they weren't paying a premium for it. They got a pretty good asset at a pretty good price. They could always spin it back off if they want to. Um, but the food business isn't exactly exciting. Digital? If you can come up with digital food somehow, I'm in. But the fact that they took $2 billion off Blue Apron just by having that potential threat of Amazon Prime member getting food delivery services, it tells you Amazon's got a lot of upside, too. I'll continue talking about dominant stocks and dominant positions in just a momento. Put a dollar in a jukebox for a midnight song.
visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing more. Anything you want to talk about, we can talk about. Everyone knows Priceline and what a dominant stock it's been in the United States. Well, how about a company called C-Trip out of China? Now, C-Trip is a leading booker of reservations for lodging and airline tickets in China. C-Trip International has about 10,000 hotels, all major domestic airlines at its disposal. The company also works with 19,000 hotels abroad and offers package tours to its customers. I don't think I'm being too cliche when I say this, but have you ever watched like a Spider-Man movie and Spider-Man's at the Statue of Liberty? And uh, he saves a bus from the evil Octo guy, Doc Ock. And that bus has like hundreds of Chinese tourists and they're all taking pictures of Spider-Man. So there's a cliche about tourism and there's a cliche about it, right? And uh, Chinese. So C-Trip services can be found through sales offices in about 50 Chinese cities. Um, they have a trilingual website. They've got 24-hour customer service. They're pretty dominant at what they do. Ticker symbol CTRP. And I'm talking about dominant companies and the idea of buying them, not for six months, but for six years. Um, and seeing how it whole plays out for you. On a one-year basis, you don't get too excited by C-Trip. It's essentially gone from 42 to 57. Wait, wait. Actually, I get excited by that. So when you start pulling out its longer-term picture, it's gone from about $10 to $57. That's a pretty damn good thing. So I don't think I'm throwing out a mystery word like, you'll never be able to understand this. Now, again, anytime you buy a Chinese stock that's traded in the United States on an ADR, you're taking the risk of you're taking the risk of uh Chinese government someday going in and saying, you know, we're gonna take the tanks into Tiananmen Square and, and run people over. Now again, that, that's extreme. Um but I think you get where I'm trying to go with that. So would I buy C trip for a six month time period? Hell no. Would I buy it for a six-year? I'd, I'd strongly consider it. It depends on what else I have and like how much am I building up my, my portfolio for income, how much am I building up my portfolio for growth. But I'm not against it. So with countries emerging middle class and China, consumers are starting to travel for the first time. Outbound travel is hitting an inflection point. China's already the world's biggest outbound tourism spender in the world at $170 billion. We are number one. So what do you want? Do you want the sister with 32 teeth, a degree in cooking, a degree in lovemaking, or do you want the sister, Reg, who just got out of jail and is missing a lot of teeth and has tattoos on her face? Tattoos on her face? <clears throat> Another company I want to talk about that I think I don't own, I wish I could figure out how to own it, Tesla. Tesla's in the position to become a dominant player in a platform. They've got a competitive advantage beyond dispute. The car maker could be that platform for electric autonomous shared mobility. Right now I'm sitting in a radio studio for essentially two to three hours. And what's going to happen is my car's in a parking lot. Whereas if someone was in an apartment across the street, they can come grab my car, share my car, share my mobility, go to the grocery store, come back and put it back within three hours and I'd get 10, 15 bucks for it? Hell yeah. That's going to happen. It's going gonna, it's gonna to happen slowly. 
It's not going to happen because of me, because I love my car. And if you spill coffee in my car, I'm going to be angry. If you vomit in my car, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to lose my mind. But, and this is a big but, uh, I like big butts, cannot lie. Um, but, I forgot what the butt was for. So Tesla's an opportunity. Um, in the next, you know why Ford is trading a P of like four and GM's trading a P of like 10? They got big dividends and they could pay their dividends, but in the next 10 years, what do you think is going to happen to Ford and GM's market share? It's going to get smaller because of electric vehicles and people like me who are like, Tesla's the winner. I'm not going to buy a, a Chevy Volt. Are you kidding me? Poor people drive Chevy Volts. I have a status to uphold. It's like when I see people with Google phones. I'm like, you're a poor person. Rich people, exciting people, loving people, people who know how to make love have Apple phones. I'm kind of a big deal. I am kind of a big deal. So anyway, the whole segment, the whole hour was basically brought to you with the idea of find companies that have that competitive advantage, find companies that have market share, find companies that can grow market share. Now, keep in mind, at one point in time, America Online, you've got mail, um, was a dominant player in Internet service. You've got mail. 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 There's a letter in your mailbox. Okay. That's better. Um, 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Let's squeeze in a call. Mike in San Francisco. Hi, Rob. I had a question about two stocks. Uh, one is Cheesecake Factory, and the other one is Dave & Buster's. Um, which, 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 one, which one do you want me to look up? i got about one minute. Uh, how about Cheesecake Factory? Okay, take your symbols, cake. Is it stock you own or stock you're looking at? I, I do own. I'm thinking of buying more. Okay. For, for the growth potential. They have about 190 locations, and I, I think they can be, they could start growing more. Okay. Um, first and foremost, who doesn't love Cheesecake Factory? And thanks for the call. Um, one of the problems you have with a Cheesecake Factory is how do they have 200 menu items and no food waste? Um, I personally instantly go with McDonald's. Uh, Cheesecake Factory has an outperform right now, $57 price target on it, uh, resumption in fundamental outperformance relative to casual dining. Casual dining is kind of tough. Um, so not immune to top-line industry and category challenges. Uh, companies well-positioned, sustained, same-source sales growth, uh, outperformance. Now, the problem is the current category of, of retail. If we move into a recession, which I think we will in about two to three years, You'll see declining retail traffic. Cheesecake factories are in malls a lot of times. No one goes to the mall anymore. Um, once they start putting housing units in malls, I think there'll be a, a sexy play there. There's a very competitive environment in food. And once you have a bad experience in restaurants, you never go back. So I like Cheesecake Factory. I see some upside. I see it as more of a trade than an ownership. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.